Hey folks, after a short hiatus, The Fix is back with a brand new format, a brand new host, and a brand new perspective. Hey folks, welcome back. Uh, you know, it's been a while since we've posted anything on The Fix, this show. You may have noticed Sean is no longer affiliated with The Fix. He's gone on to some other things. He's just got really busy. Lots of projects going on with lynda.com and some other things that are going on. And uh, we decided this, that this would be a good time to switch gears on the show and put a brand new face on The Fix and kind of change the show completely. <laughs> so The Fix is being reimagined and relaunched with a fabulous and fantastic friend of mine, Miss Renee Robin, who's joining me on this hangout to kind of shoot the breeze a little bit about how I was able to Jedi mind trick her into taking over this show. And uh, we're going to talk a little about what her plans are for season two of The Fix. Renee Robin, welcome to your show, The Fix. What's going on? Hello, hello. Uh, I'm good. I'm nervous. <laughs> Why are you nervous? Come on. You are like I, the least nervous person I know. I know. I've never done anything like this before. Um, and so I think whenever we do something new, it can make somebody nervous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very true. But you hide, new you, skill set. you hide your nervousness very well. That's, I think that's a, that's a key, you know, to surviving on this planet is, yeah, you can be nervous internally, and, and, <laughs> but outwardly, you know, you show confidence and stature and that's what you do. So that's good. Isn't that fake it till you make it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. One, one day I will no longer be nervous. <laughs> one day you are no longer, yeah, I predict after three or four shows, you'll be like, what was I nervous about? This is this is totally fine. Yeah, I guess yeah, I'll find. Don't out. worry, don't worry. You will you will do fine, um, and I think you will you will crush it. So let's talk about the fix. So the fix so far has been, and the reason we named it the fix was it was a show about post processing and how to do specific Photoshop techniques and you know different things like that, which was great. It's it's still good and much needed, but I think. And I think we think that there are a ton of people, a ton of people, and a ton of resources out there on the internet right now that do that ad nauseum. You know, everyone from Kelby Training to Lynda.com to YouTube. You know, there's even a ton Skillshare's of stuff. got stuff. I mean, it's yeah. it's everywhere and it's so saturated, um, yeah. which is awesome, which is great because it's getting a ton of information to people who really, really want it. Yep. Uh, yeah. You know, but I think that there's also a huge market being completely ignored, and those are the people like myself, who have been doing photography and Photoshop for a number of years and are looking for more advanced stuff. Exactly. Yeah, not only yeah. more advanced stuff, but also, I know we, we talked a couple of days ago about your the lineup of people that you're bringing on, and you're, mm -hmm. you're going to be interviewing some of the, I, I want to like be politically correct, real artists <laughs> so <laughs> you're like re I, I, and that's that's a loaded term because who says what's real and what's not but these artists are people that you could spend i would like to see their google analytics because they have the the imagery on their pages it just makes you want to sit there for a long time looking at these images and like what was going through this person's mind when they put this together and you're bringing exactly. these people on the show right yeah, I basically, I've dug through uh, some of the best artists that I can get my hands on, and uh, I wanted to see what they would be willing to bring out. I mean, I noticed especially there's there's a huge 
lack of international artists being represented in the media as well. I mean, you know, you can see them online and their Instagram accounts and everything like that. But, uh, you know, I have, I have a, I go to Europe a fair bit. And so therefore I've got a number of friends over there and a lot of really, really, really good artists over there. And nobody in North America knows about them really. And I think that they should, people should know about them, their art. And they have so much to talk about. They have so much to teach and their approaches are are quite different. Um, A lot of times, Uh, art and and uh, training overseas is very different and handled very differently than it is in North America. So, yeah. uh, I mean, for example, going to Copenhagen, the photography program there is a four-year program. It's an apprenticeship. You know, you're, you go to school for two months and then you're working underneath a working professional photographer for the rest of the year. It's crazy. That's like, so, I that's mean, like it's, military handled, training. It's handled, yeah, it's handled very differently. It's handled like a trade, like an actual trade. So uh, as a result... You know, the artwork, I mean, we've all swooned over the crazy Russian artists on 500px, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're all so good, mm-hmm. but there's yeah. a reason for that. <laughs> you represent. Yeah. 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 Um, hey, Evgeny, I'm that. representing Evgeny. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's cool. I'm, I'm excited for this new chapter because it's, yeah like, we, yeah, like you said, you used the, the word saturated. And it, I think the post-processing space is saturated. And moving more, I'm a, the way that I learn personally is... Like I, I learn best by seeing stuff that's cool and then trying to do it myself, yeah. you know, rather than the reverse of here's a cool technique of how you use the pen tool or whatever and seeing somebody do it on something that makes it does not relate to me at all. And then me like trying to remember that when I actually need it. Yeah, yeah. It, the other way works works best for me. So, yeah, this is this is going to be good. Let's talk about you a little bit. So. You are, you know, the, now the hostess, the hostess with the mostest is coming over to take over the fix. What, uh, what, give us like the, you know, the elevator pitch for Renee Robin. What's your pedigree that gives you qualifications to take over this popular show? Um, God, why would you ask me a question like that? I'm not good at talking <laughs> about myself like that. <laughs> It's I hope you I don't do. lose it out your nose, by the way. It's what I do. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, uh, I'm the Oprah of the photography world. <laughs> uh huh. Um, well, with, I travel with a few key differences. A few key differences. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I travel a lot. I've been, I've been doing Photoshop since I was 16. I've been doing photography professionally now. I just crossed, crossed my seventh slash eighth year anniversary, which sounds really weird to say, but there's a long backstory, but it's a seventh slash eighth year anniversary. Um, I've presented at WPPI at Photokina in Germany this year was my first time overseas speaking there. Um, I've taught a lot of workshops. I've had, uh, you know, larger name commercial clients I've worked with. I mean, I've worked with, uh, I've worked with Corel Media. I've worked with Adobe now. I've been working with Intel. Uh, and so on and so forth. So a lot of stuff in the software world and technology world. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm still doing that and that's not going to stop. But uh, I also think that when you work really hard and you, I, I had I had a motto when I was younger uh, and that motto was uh, work, work until your icons become your coworkers. And so I had a list of these artists online that I, I love their work. And, and uh, over the years, I've been able to meet them and, and uh, I've developed friendships with them. And these people have a lot to say and they have a lot to talk about and they have a lot of knowledge <laughs> and they're willing to share. And that's what makes it really exciting. So I am interested and excited to be able to bring some of the 
information that I've been able to bring out into the into the public and to share it further. I mean, the whole point of doing what I'm doing has always been just to make everything a little bit better for everybody. (laughs) You know, I I like to share information. I don't like to have secrets. I like to see that we've globally come to a culture now where everyone can be creative in some way, whether it's, it's sewing or inventing or photography or art or, I mean, illustration and construction and engineering, all this stuff is this massive creative field. And I think it's a really, really, really cool time to be alive and to be a part of that. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, pay it forward and leave leave the planet better than you found it. <laughs> or at That's least, the plan. Yeah, at least your corner, your little sliver of it, leave it a little bit better than you found it. Yeah, yeah so, it, this is good. So is... I, I, I pulled up your website here and I'm looking Ooh. at some of the images on your front page and and some of the work in your digital art here. Like, again, I want to see your Google Analytics because these, if if an artist's if an artist's work is a glimpse into their mind, there's some crazy stuff going on in your head, Renee Robin. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about your, like you and I talked off, we talk offline a lot and, mm-hmm. and the layers involved when you're just to, just to put a fine point on your, your ninja skills as a Photoshop artist. Um, some of these images are more than let's say three or four images or three or four layers big, right? Oh, they're definitely more than three or four layers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying yeah, that tongue of, in cheek. <laughs> yeah, some of these images are, uh, you know, upwards of nine gigs. Um, wow. That one actually was really short. That was that was a great shot we did in uh, Los Angeles. There's a makeup artist by the name of Kelton FX, and he does awesome stuff. And this is a model he was by the name of Justice Van. And we were like, hey, want to do some crazy stuff? Because we're going to be in LA. I was there with a friend of mine, Rex Cable. And we shot this uh, in a living room, <laughs> and it was what? awesome. What? Yeah, we, it was crazy. like hair, and, you know, makeup and everything, and all the special effects makeup took forever. But uh, I didn't Photoshop his mouth or the stuff in his eyes or anything. All that stuff is is real effects. You know, that's makeup effects. Oh wow! So that wow. speaks a lot to the talent of the makeup artist. So that's one of the few images where I haven't worked that one to death in Photoshop. I think that was about twenty minutes in post-production a background swap and some color correction and that's about it it was really quick so So. like talk about your your process a little bit like when you when you kind of have an idea for one of these images whether you know you know do they what's a better way to put this do the images reveal themselves as you're working on them or do you start with a sketch that kind of says this is what i want to do you know i want to create an image spider one Go oh, yeah, back let me to go the back. spider one. That's a great back, example. Oh. Here you go. Yeah, okay, so it's both ways. So sometimes I will have no idea, and I look at the images kind of like sculpting, right? I'll just start, I'll have a couple of ingredients, and ingredients, of course, meaning like subject photographs and a couple of background pieces, and I'll start moving them around and seeing what happens. And that is, in my mind, it's a little bit like sculpting. I've talked to sculptors and they say, you know, I, I just wait for the for the stone to tell me what it wants to look like. Yes. And so yeah. uh, in that case, some of the images are that. In other cases, such as this image, this one was pretty heavily pre-vised out. I am massively afraid of spiders. I don't like them at all. And I had to, I was like, hey, you know, what? I'm not going to let myself be controlled by this fear anymore, although I'm still scared of them, but less so. Uh, so I previewed this out. I had this idea in my head and I was like, well, let's try to make this work. And I, I had to go online to get a stock image of a spider. I am not photographing a spider. <laughs> um, 
But in another case, though, this was, uh, I had the idea very clearly in my head, and then I started pulling in the resources to make that happen. So I had photographed that subject. Um, he's a, a friend of mine in Montreal. We'd photographed him in Toronto uh, for an event. And I had this image, and, I was, and I'd always had it in the back of my mind going, I'm going to do something with that pose one day. And then when this started coming together, it was like, oh, yeah, this will be a great example to use that. And then, of course, some footage I had shot from overseas in Europe. Uh, I think I photographed that background, some of those background pieces in Belgium. Uh, so some oh, of them yeah. are painfully prevised, and then some of them just kind of fall together. Uh, there's that, another that's one. one of the things that, that's one of the things I like about when, when we talk and you, you say things like, Oh yeah, I'm going over this place. So hopefully, I'll grab some good backgrounds. It's like you're you're like when you travel, you see the world differently than other people because you're like, oh, that would make a good background for a, a future piece, and you snap a photo of it, right? Yeah. Well, everything I see like puzzle pieces. You know, everywhere I go nice. is puzzle pieces. It's not. It's not. I never see. And this is something that I envy a lot of na uh, purist photographers for. I love purist photography, which is ironic coming from a digital artist, uh, because they can see something and go, yes, that is awesome, just the way it is, with maybe like a little bit of tweaking on color and contrast or something, and they can make that beautiful, whereas I can't see the world like that. I have such a hard time seeing everything just for what it is. I just sit there and go, oh, okay, well, this is my baseline, mm -hmm. and then, you know, my imagination runs away with it, and it turns it into something completely different. Um, I actually started a project so, called the, the Low Light Project, which is a throwback um, the ante to this, which is I try to get everything I can, including colors, uh, in camera. Oh. And it, it actually helps me become a better digital artist, actually. <laughs> get it right in camera, yeah. So, so looking at this body of work, it's amazing. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Are, are, what was the destination for these images? Are these personal things where you're just like, you know, I have this image in me and I have to get it out. I'm going to just create or were they commissioned works or, or something else? A lot of the work that you see on my website is commissioned stuff. Uh, but of course, there's also personal work as well. This one here was uh, the girl falling down on her face it was a, a personal work thing uh, last year when I uh, when I was, I guess, 24. 15? Yeah, 2015. Yeah. I, uh, I was in Holland and I had, uh, I was carrying, uh, two bags of groceries and I tripped while I was carrying those groceries and I fell on my face and I, uh, I injured myself very, very badly. Um, it was, uh, it was really not good. Wow. <laughs> it damaged, I damaged my brain quite seriously. Oh, uh, okay. and so, um, in either case though, it, it caused me to reset my, my life and the way that I think and how, even how I, how I move my body. And it made me think about, you know, why do we fall and why do we fail and why do we absolutely hit rock bottom over and over again? And maybe some people don't, maybe this is just a thing that I have, but I've consistently, um, you know, over periods of time in my life, and I, I don't think I'm alone in this, uh, have managed to find myself on rock bottom looking at the bottom going up going, what the hell is going on? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, this image kind of represented that for me. And, uh, we, we wow. did photograph this on the same trip. Uh, there's a woman named Chloe there. Where did, this end, up, where did this end up showing up? Did, did, was this online or did, was this ever printed? It's online. Uh, it, I've actually had a couple of requests for it to be on book covers. So oh, wow. I haven't licensed it yet, but we'll see. Um, yeah. But yeah, so some of this stuff has like really big stories behind it, like this one, you know, uh, the, that had a personal story behind it. And other stuff, I just sit there and go like, I wonder what would look cool. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the guy with no mouth, right? Yeah. You know, I was yeah. like, Kelton, 
what do you want to do? Like, let's do something cool. What is cool to you? I want, you know, I don't want to tell this, this incredibly talented makeup artist what to do. I said, you know, just come up with something super cool. Let's make something dark. Let's make something creepy. And then I will, I will do my best to match that. You know, in yeah. that case, it's more yeah. like a digital well, based dance. on what you said, based on what you said about, about falling with the groceries, inspiring that, that other image, this one mm -hmm. looks like it might have been inspired by an argument you had with some guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use those arguments. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. This no, is great. Uh, that one, it? Every, every single person who looks at the artwork that I make, though, everyone sees something different. And that's the, that is what I think makes successful artwork. Uh, you know, and I, I'm using the term art loosely because uh, I do have a rather unpopular opinion that uh, the things, you know, photographers and photography isn't isn't necessarily an art, but it's a craft. And I feel very strongly about my own artwork is that it's a craft. But um, I will default calling everybody artists because I do feel that there are artists in our field. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you did a very controversial episode of This Week in Photo. I'm sure it will come up over these episodes coming up as well, because it's something that I'm very curious on. You know, I'm, I'm not opposed to having my opinion changed. It's, it's simply an opinion. It's not a belief. Yeah, um, that's good. Well, I mean, I, I think that's part of what will make the fix. You know, it'll take it, you know, I hate the phrase to the next level, but I, it'll help make the show more popular. Having someone on the show that has a very strong opinion and is articulate enough to to you know kind of say what she means and means what she says and stands behind it yet flexible enough to change her mind if someone has a valid opposing argument right well of course i mean i don't i don't want to live in a world where everyone agrees with me i want to live in a world where the opposing opinion can be articulated clearly and i can understand mm -hmm. where that person is coming from or persons are coming from so um if, if anyone's ever on my personal facebook page which i hope you're not because it's pretty filthy uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a page, it is a page where there's a lot of very strong, articulate, opposing opinions. And it's something that I think is, is quite awesome. I do love that people can express themselves clearly and with the, you know, their information and their knowledge to back up that opinion and that experience. And I would love now, to be able to bring some of that to this show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about that too. Now, one of, one of the other things is that you, you kind of glossed over, in your pedigree, uh, in the pedigree discussion was you used to be a model, right? And you still oh, do I didn't model even from time that. to time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you still model from time to time, right? Yes, from time to time. Um, although it's, it's getting less and less. Um, I mean, I am totally in my 30s and I am actually getting close to the best shape I've been since my early 20s, which is really nice. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely, I started out in the modeling industry, uh, almost 19 years ago at this point, uh, which is a long time. Um, wow. but it gave me, it gave me a lot of experience, uh, in this industry from the other side, but I think the experience is still valid. Uh, you know, yeah. just from, you know, seeing the trends on how photography and our industry has evolved over the course of almost 20 years. And I think yeah. that has a lot of weight as well and at least you know I, th I think it has some value see i'm getting lost in your in your portfolio already i got to get out of here <laughs> <laughs> oh man look at my camera's all jacked up now sorry about that uh let's see if we can fix it nope not gonna fix 
That is my Mac acting crazy right now. All right, so I'm just going to have to be blown that happens, out. From. That's what happens when you get a Mac. You got to get a PC, bro. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so I'll, I'll deal with, with my video looking like I'm sitting on the surface of the sun first. <laughs> well, it's right, because we're, we're about the end of this interview anyway. Um, but I wanted to congratulate you and also thank you for taking over the fix. See, there it goes. See? Yeah, I figured it out. It's just a little slow. Yeah. Uh, I want to congratulate you and thank you for uh, for taking over the fix. I think you're going to be fantastic. I think you're going to love it, and you're going to be doing that show for a long time. But I don't you're, know. I mean, <laughs> you're also you're also cracking open Pandora's box, you know, in a lot of ways. So you're yeah. opening up a channel of communication both ways to Renee Robin, which is, I think, a good thing. Terrifying, <laughs> but I'm open to it. Uh, I mean, I do. Like the the channel is gonna change. I mean, if if, if for the time that I've got the reins on it, however long that winds up being, um, I mean this this channel will hopefully become more openly talked about things that people don't like to talk about, like boobs. God forbid we talk about nude photography mm-hmm. without it being pornographic. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, especially in North America. Oh my God, you can't talk about, you know, can't yeah, talk about that so, stuff. I'm definitely gonna gonna tag the show with an explicit tag. If anything, because I've got a potty mouth. <laughs> that's well, I, mean, the I think it's good. I think I think it's good. I think they need another tag beyond explicit. I think they just need like an adult tag because ex- yeah. you know because because I know like on this week in photo we keep it we keep it PG and most of the time G because I know there's a large audience of kids that mm-hmm. and people that listen to the show with their kids so we try to keep it on that level. Uh, yeah. But explicit, I think, is the wrong tag for somebody who, you know, has colorful language. You know, I think I explicit agree. to me, explicit means you're showing, I don't know, some sort of gynecological. <laughs> yeah, stuff. And I, I have no interest in doing that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm not afraid to talk about, you know, bodies and stuff. But at the same time, uh, you know, this, this show may not always be something you want to listen to with your six year old in the car. Yeah, maybe yeah. not. Right. Uh, this will probably shift the audience a little bit. So yeah. um, just keep yeah. that in mind when you're listening to it, that if you have tiny humans or sensitive ears around, maybe just not saying every episode's going to be like that. Yeah, but, it's just, it's just going to be the real you. It's going to be the real you coming out. And it's, uh, I think it's good because it's in a lot of ways, I mean, you're going to lead the way for a lot of the different shows that are coming on this week in photo because the network itself needs to grow up in a lot of ways. I mean, not, not that we're juvenile, but we're very, we've been very like, you know, and I don't think it's a bad thing, but we've, we've been less raw. And I think mm-hmm. making it a little bit more real and a little bit more raw and a little bit more controversial, um, I think is a, is a good thing for the network to grow into yeah. whatever it's going to ultimately end up being. Yeah, I have no interest in starting fights for the sake of starting fights, but I also have no interest in being PG for the sake of being PG. I'm sick to death of PC, like politically correct everything drives me completely mental. I'm, I'm over it. I mean, we have a vast majority of adults that can act like them. Mm-hmm. I have a, I have a, yeah. a Facebook page uh, called Digital Arts for Fucking Grownups. And it's exactly that. We have a very short set of rules of, you know, conduct yourself with appropriate behavior for mm-hmm. a grown-up. <laughs> which yeah. means discuss things like grown-ups but don't uh, don't you know indulge in this teenage you know me- mentality right like the worst part of at least in my opinion the worst part of being a human being is having to be a teenager 
and I have no interest in in dragging that out <laughs> again. I'm personally, I, I'm still a recovering teenager. I, I don't know if I'll oh, ever get over it. God, <laughs> it scarred horrible. me for life. If we could just right? jump over that, it'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Renee, while while uh, you're working on the next episode, which, by the way, what is your what is what are some of the people who are some of the people that you're bringing on? Um, well, I have I have some interesting humans coming on. I have oh. Bella Kotak, who is nauseatingly sweet and talented and beautiful and all this stuff. And I'm going to do my hardest to get her to at least say shit once. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's so polite. And, and British, it's wonderful. Um, but she's she's massively talented and does great work with color. And so uh, she's one of the humans I have coming on. I have uh, another guy named Draco Rubio, who's an incredible composite artist. And he mm. uses a lot of 3D in his work. And I think for uh, digital artists and photographers who are wanting to maybe reach out a little bit further, there's a, a lot of 3D resources that are that are coming available for people who are interested in bringing in extra elements and where, where they can find that. So uh, he's one that I have coming on as well. Cool. Uh, I am bringing on somebody to talk about uh, Capture One. So this will be one of the more uh, entry-level uh, podcasts that we're going to do uh, because I do think Capture One, and I use it in my process uh, quite a bit, especially when I'm tethering for composite artwork. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, it's, it's so much more powerful than just for composite artists. And I think that uh, having kind of like a a walkthrough of, you know, maybe the top 10 things that are awesome about Capture One for, you know, a blanket user, uh, I think it would be really helpful. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of resources out there for Capture One yet. And I think that's going to change, but it'd be nice to just kind of share that with everybody earlier on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, also... I want to watch slash listen to that one. I've been hearing a lot of good things about Capture One, but I've, mm -hmm. you know, I've been in the Lightroom, Photoshop, Adobe ecosystem and you know if, it ain't, in, if it ain't broke Adobe don't fix ecosystem. it but sometimes you know you have to fix it because there's something different out there so. exactly and I'm, I'm fully invested in the in the adobe culture for sure i mean i use photoshop absolutely you know i'm learning other adobe programs but it doesn't mean that just because you're using adobe is the, the only thing you should be using there's so much technology out there right now that's really really amazing yeah um yeah. also for every season that i'm working on this however long that goes uh, I do plan on bringing on one person per season that is not a photographer. Mm. Uh, I did, and what this came from was I did a podcast when I was in Holland uh, in the fall of um, the fall of 2016, and we had an entire panel there of photographers and digital artists, and uh, we actually brought in one of the fashion designers that I do a lot of work with when I'm in Holland. She goes by the name of Fairy Tass. And it was so enlightening to listen to somebody who's massively creative and really, really good at what she does, but talking about her inspiration and where her ideas come from and how she pulls everything together. Uh, and it was just, you know, I'd never thought about it that way. I had never thought to ask a designer before I work with them, hey, what was your inspiration for this piece? How, you know, what's your story behind this? As opposed to just saying, okay, I see an ingredient, what can I do with it? You know, I was, I was completely missing huge parts of the story. And so as a result, I think um, it would be really fun to bring in one person per season that is, you know, creatively invested in our world, but not necessarily from the photography 
from yeah. the photography world. That would be um, really cool. Yeah, just another another contrasting perspective, right? Exactly. Yeah, I would just you know, in the interest of bringing on opinions that are different and experiences that are different, I think they'd be really really interesting. So I have a digital artist, a purely digital artist, um, and illustrator uh, in mind for this one here. So Love it. yeah, Love there's it. a bunch. There's a bunch of all over the place. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited. It is going to be awesome. You're going to have lots of foreign accents, just so you know. (laughs) Lots of rolling R's are coming our way, right? (laughs) Maybe. Depends on the accent. Yeah, that's true. Rolling R's or or, uh, words and syllables that I I can neither find on the keyboard or pronounce. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Cool. So, all right. While people are getting ready for your for this onslaught of awesomeness that's coming this way, where should they go to uh, to see your work, find out more about you? I know we've got ReneeRobinPhotography.com. What else? Yes. Uh, there actually is a really great Smug Mug video uh, out on the YouTube channel. If you search Smug Mug Films and Renee Robin, you'll see a great uh, you know three minute video that kind of gives you a little bit of you know, mental floss on how I like to operate in my brain and where it comes from. Uh, then of course there's the social media channels, Instagram. Uh, I'm semi-active on Snapchat. I feel a little too old to be on Snapchat. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I tried, I've been trying and I just, you know, uh, I think, I think that ship has sailed for me. I don't know that I, <laughs> I do, I do use it though. Um, particularly when I'm editing, I'll share lots of before and afters and stuff like that when I'm, when I'm like logged into the computer because I love seeing that stuff. So I love to be able to share that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, let's see, what else is there? Of course, there's Facebook. Um, you know, I'm all over the internet. I'm pretty pretty easy to find. I have a blog on my website as well if you want to dig further into the, the like, trash bin that is my head. <laughs> I call it the, the, uh, the enchanted forest. That's your... The enchanted forest. <laughs> yeah. That is not what I call it. <laughs> okay, I'll take your definition. That's much better than mine. <laughs> it's the enchanted forest. You never know what's in there, you know. So, I mean, look at your work. It's definitely the enchanted forest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool, I guess man. we'll see. I guess we'll see. I mean, and the other thing that's going to happen, of course, is uh, we're going to be. I'm going to be because I travel full time. Uh, because I'm a, I'm still a working photographer. I travel a lot, and so we're going to be recording in lots of different places around the world and lots of different location so sometimes hopefully not but some recordings might be louder than others <laughs> yeah no it's gonna be good it, it, this will be like taking you're gonna take the world along with you on your on your travels so well really this good. recording is coming from toronto so i've got four more cities left on this tour and some of these some of these cities will have recordings in them so we'll see where everything goes it's <laughs> gotta be cool good <laughs> i just hope everyone enjoys it i hope that it's like a, a perspective shift for some people that well, I can feel your enthusiasm for the show and your enthusiasm is going to translate into that, you know, <laughs> that into the final video and into your subjects. And like I said, after the first couple, you know, you're going to you're it's going to be old hat to you and you're going to be a veteran podcaster and, you know, another tool to add to your tool belt. So. I guess we'll see. Right. Um, you know, and one thing that I, I do want to say is I'm very open to to feedback and people talking to me and asking questions and so on and so forth. So as these episodes come out. Uh, you know, feel free to reach out to me on, on Twitter or, you know, uh, Facebook and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I do love to chat and discuss unless you're going to write something mean and nasty, in which case keep it to yourself. Cause <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my rule is if you have something, if you have substantive feedback that adds to the conversation, that's welcome. But if you're just saying rude stuff, just for the sake of rude stuff, that's a, that's a one way path to blockage. <laughs> exactly. I mean, this is, 
uh, you know, we're, I'm a human being. Everybody on the show is a human being. You know, I'm, I'm not interested in criticizing people for what they look like, what they sound like, what they're wearing, like get over it. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, this is further than that. Yeah. So yeah. again, like you said, adults, let's just be, yeah. Adults. Yeah. Like, let's just, let's like, God forbid we act like grownups for a little while <laughs> for 30 to 60 minutes. <laughs> yes. Let's try to behave like grownups. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes though. Of course the internet is a dark, scary place. You know, life <laughs> is an experiment, Renee. Life is an experiment. So it is this certainly is, this an is experiment. another this is another control group in the experiment that is Renee Robbins' life. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was good. I gotta write that down. That was a good right. quote. <laughs> that was a good quote. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank well, you. Um, thanks for doing this this interview. And uh, thanks for convincing me. Hey, because it took you it's a while. It's my Jedi to mind trick. Me. It's the Jedi mind trick. Yeah. It's not the Jedi mind trick. <laughs> <laughs> it's working. Look, look, NLP. It's all NLP and like saying key phrases to make you want to do the show. No, yeah, this is this is gonna be good. I'm, I think I'm as or more excited than you are for this. So I'm I'm anxious to see both from from several perspectives because we're friends, and I'm excited for you to be doing this, and I'm excited for you to be working with Twip now instead of just a guest, and I'm excited for you uh, personally as kind of a way to grow in a different area and stretch in a different area that you hadn't stretched in before. So, oh, it'll, it'll be good on all levels. It's going to be good. Slowly getting over my massive fear of public speaking. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. One tip about public speaking is that old, that old rumor about picture the audience naked doesn't work. <laughs> I never actually have tried that. Actually, the thing that I tried to do when I'm public speaking, because I'm absolutely terrified of public speaking, uh, I did, I did my first workshop and I was so scared and this was a, a woman's group, a small woman's group back home in Edmonton. Uh, <laughs> this, this woman's group asked me to do this workshop. And so I was like, okay, no worries. And I got there and I was so nervous and so scared. I made everybody sit on the floor so I could sit on the floor. Cause I thought I was going to faint. <laughs> <laughs> But how I get over it is I imagine I'm sitting down and having coffee one-on-one -on -one with every person in that room. Oh. So that's typically why my conversations and my lectures are very, very casual because I just imagine that I'm sitting down one-on-one -on -one with each person there and just and having a, a dialogue. Them, showing them cool stuff or talking about cool stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't stand formal presentations like slides and everything just make me want to gag on maggots. It is yeah. just, I hate it. <laughs> maggots. <laughs> It was the worst thing I could think of at the moment that was relatively PG. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, no It's maggots, a thing, but. right? And so, um, <laughs> you know, I'm curious to see how this is going to translate in, in a podcast. <laughs> okay, we'll see. We'll see. I think, I think it'll be great. I think it'll be great. All right, we'll leave it at that. Um, the, we'll call this one Season 2, Episode 1. Of the fix. Dun, dun, dun. You need to call it episode zero because you're going to have episode one. And uh, you're going to rock it for the next several episodes, hopefully for a long, long time. So, Renee Robin, thanks for coming on, and we'll see you in your next episode. Yes, yes. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you later. Doodles. Bye.